Hey everyone, what's up? Nick here again to say hi and thanks for hanging out. Hope you enjoyed episode 6, The Only Good Bug is a Dead Bug. Uh, up to this point, that was my favorite episode that we've played. The look of shock and terror on the faces of my friends as Ducky's situation came to a climax is something only a good DM could describe. Rest assured though, it was fantastic. I felt like we needed something a little jarring after becoming familiar with this wholesome, wholesome world, and in my book, that pretty much did it. Oh, shoot. Hey, it looks like the episode's about to start. I better be quiet. I'll talk to you guys later, though. Previously on Knucklebones. After a small half-orc boy and a younger, adorable tiefling girl came to the lantern pleading for help, Babitha, Blep, Liza, and Galtier rush to the children's house to help their sick father, where they find a young half-elf girl tending to the sick man. It appears as though she's been cleaning up blood this evening. Seeing her sick father on the couch, Galtier took the girl, Thecla, outside where he distracted her and talked to her as they threw rocks on the path. Inside, however, things took a turn for the worse for our friendly medics, Babitha and Liza, as the sick man broke into a coughing fit, which ended as an insectoid creature with razor-sharp claws and snapping mandibles tore its way from inside Ducky's chest. Gross. Babitha, in a valiant attempt to save the man, touched him with magic healings even as Liza and Galtier fought the monster back. After quite an intense battle, one in which Galtier fell unconscious, our friends, by the skin of their teeth, emerge victorious. Find out what happens next on... Knucklebone! But 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 of, of being a knuckle boner. Like, I want... I think people know. You, listen, you <laughs> I, know in I your heart the... if you are a knucklehead or a knuckle boner, and you know in your heart if that's right or yeah. wrong. <laughs> like I said, knuckleheads are for the main feet. Knuckle boners are for our oh, only fuck, you're fans. right. You're it's right. Clear. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I thought it was only... I thought it was an only feet that we started. Oh... I thought it was an only hams. Only hams? Oh, that sounds even better. Yeah, didn't didn't we start a podcast about pork? Did we not? Not on this feed. I mean, that's on the other, that's on the other feed. Um, I mean, this is for, listen, this well, is for well, the I, lay people. Oh, you know yeah, I, is, that, is that the show Natural Porky? Featuring uh, the intro song from the hit beats uh, Pork Rhymes. I may not know which podcasts I am on and I'm not on and whether or not they exist. But I will say one thing I do know <laughs> is it's incredibly comforting when the DM finishes any sentence in the intro with a question mark. Why uh, just, because it shows it shows me that his notes are about. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let me give you a peek behind the veil here. They're worse. <laughs> Welcome to Knucklebones. What can I say? I don't know. <laughs> I one of my favorite things ever happened in a, uh, in a the home game that I DM. The other day, they went back to a character we haven't seen in, you know, real world fucking damn near a year. And I like, I was like, yes. And she says, and I just didn't speak for like, I don't know, eight seconds, just like too long. And they're like, hey man, is your mic okay? Like, did you cut out or whatever? 
I was like, nope, just furiously scrolling my notes, trying to remember her <laughs> accent. And then we had to have like a three minute conversation about what she sounded like. I had, that happened to me last week with the, the voice of Miss B. Yeah, That's what I that need happens. notes on is what people sound like. I know you do for other characters, but I'm curious for these characters, uh, what your sentences that you say to get into character voice are. Yeah, yeah your hook. Hello, my name's Lysa. Mike. Yep. <laughs> That's all I need. And then I'm in, baby. Mikey, yeah. I'm just curious, what is your hook for Babitha? I mean, Blep is obviously just... But what is... <laughs> Wait, is... did I get that right? No, not quite. It's... Oh, oh yeah. you're way better at that. Yeah. Um... I can't do that. That's one I can't do at all. I don't know how you Your cat perked up when you did that. <laughs> oh, motherfucker! How did this cat get back in this room? Damn it, I'm low. She's been up there for a solid oh 10 God. minutes. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think she's been up there this whole time. Oh shit. He's a dick. What is your hook for Babitha? It is normally her her name. Um, it is normally just Babitha Babbage. Uh, but I also uh, will do a lot of pish posh, pish posh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll say, I've been realizing too, the other two I do for Gaultier are both well and now at the beginning of a sentence because it gives me a it gives me a real slow ramp up but I'm like nah well and it lets me just I, and then I have to like get my face in the right spot <laughs> that's the big thing with him is that I can't hold the like uh, super Frenchy Creole parts very well but I can hold the tone of like just sort of gliding between words real like without good delineation that's most of what it is and then I just try to down pitch my so so Insert natural segue here. But, 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 but. Last week was pretty crazy. Fucking hell, man. I mean, I just say, that whole, the whole scene was like, what? I gotta say, um, the the thing that I took from it was the fact that you guys thought, I fuck you, was so <laughs> funny. Uh, when in my mind, I just couldn't come up with I anything mean, else to say. I thought it was a great catchphrase. I think part of the humor is the panic. But I think the other thing is that, like, because you've chosen such a, like, foreignly coded accent for Liza, it had that perfect thing of, like, the moment a multilingual person is stumbling but just wants you to know what they're trying to feel. And I fuck you is the perfect, like, <laughs> yeah, the grammar yeah. sucks. It doesn't really make sense. But you know exactly what Liza means. I, I think I'm partially basing it part of this accent on my Russian roommate my freshman year of college uh, <laughs> I lived with a Zimbabwean and a Russian and the Russian and I we would just make fun of each other all the time so it was just like he would just be like you dumb fucking American you just fat little fuck boy and I <laughs> and oh man he, uh, I miss I miss Vlad he was a cool kid no, that that stuff was crazy last time. I mean, you guys are already worn down on some of your I'll, you know, I'll daily knock abilities the fuck out and, right now. and things like that. You went into it fairly weak. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that stuff hit hard. I don't think that any of yeah, us were prepared for a fucking chest bursting insectoid, <laughs> right? I mean, here there was no pinky purple ether here, just blood and guts and ichor. Yeah, I mean, it was just something straight out of a Ridley Scott movie. <laughs> I don't, I don't need to make a different, or a different comparison. 
everything's been sort of like creepy, no. tense. We're setting up what's clearly sort of a long game. We've got like uh, the cosmology is about to be important with the fucking space shit. We got ghosts that maybe aren't ghosts that, you know, haven't hurt us, but it's been creepy. And then we're like, all right, how's this going to play into it? And you're like, oh, no, this is just a fucking monster. Like, this is just some scary monster <laughs> this shit. This is just some <laughs> horror. This is a scary monster that's going to fucking kill you. What's the, uh, what's the the series that Pyramid Head is from? Oh, Silent Hill? Yeah. yeah. It, to me, it went from, like, like whimsical fantasy to Silent Hill, yeah. like, in a moment. Yeah, it went from The Hobbit to Silent Hill yeah. real fast. Honestly, like as far as running games go, I've never even tried to do something that was supposed to like, like the shock value is what to me is what really sold that whole thing. Like, yeah, I genuinely felt like you guys went in expecting to help this guy. And then, holy shit, what the hell? I thought this was going to be like, aren't we so special? We have spell slots. (laughs) And then it was like, he's going to give us some information or something. So anyways, long story short, (laughs) that was my my first primitive attempt at making anything that was uh, supposed to be startling and shocking. And I, I felt like it went pretty well. I was feeling good about Dude, it. I actually like, it was a fun combat. I was nervous. I was really nervous about doing any kind of horror narrative because it making somebody feel scared is that like building anticipation thing so that they do actually kind of know what's coming, but then ramping up what's coming, either the timing of it or how brutal it is or how extreme it, whatever aspect of it is or whatever. And like, it's not, it's not easy to do, you know, it's very easy to just have a telegraphed sort of monster fight, especially in a system like D and D where the heroes have all this control. And like, even our Delta Green game, which definitely has more of those elements, like it, it's really daunting to be like, I'm just going to say this shit and hopefully it sounds <laughs> scary coming from your buddy on voice chat, I guess. Like what, I'm well, one know. thing that I really loved about it, especially coming from from you, Matt and Galtier, was this like this split scene where you're connecting with this little girl in a, hopefully mm-hmm. some form of uh, hopefully in some meaningful way to comfort her and make her feel like everything's going to be OK. Meanwhile, back in the house, there's a, a, a monster well, you, clawing its way out of, its, out of her father. You said something that was the first inkling that I was like, this might go a bad way. And I was like, Gaultier has been around enough. So he's like, I don't want this little girl to see her dad die. Right. Yeah. So like, let's go outside. And then the timing of that choice was perfect. Just totally on accident, because as soon as we got out there, you were like, oh, no, it's not just going bad for him. Like, it's going bad for all of you. And I was like, I have now separated the party, which ramps up anxiety for everybody else. But also now there's this weird thing of like, it's a million times worse if she sees what's going on. Yeah. You know, as this was happening, he was begging Babitha and Liza, don't let her see. Don't let her see. Don't let her see. Like, yeah. like this guy knew that something bad was happening, you know, and there's just nothing he could do about it. <sighs> anyways so that was a great episode last time it was a great session you guys all did a phenomenal job great, guys. nobody died except the monster and except for Galtier one oh, he's stable okay. well, I, yeah. I literally spared the oh, dang so i just, I just got my shit just rocked just the <laughs> <laughs> i got his shit rocked. i mean I, I i feel pretty good about it it was a cool like you went down in a cool way you know yeah oh no it, it definitely worked out i was just I was very confident that was not how that was going to go. And for for anybody listening right now, in case you didn't know, I am very pro killing characters. If it happens, it happens. Especially in a situation like that, I wasn't 
you know, a mindless insectoid monster that sees somebody go down and that it could eat, right? Or whatever. It's going to. That's that's what it's it's attacking, you know? So I I would yeah. say that Nick is so pro character death. <laughs> um it's a it's, problem i wouldn't say it's a problem but i would say it's a concern well and that's that's what makes this game interesting that should be a concern i was ready to die last session 100 percent, because i was i was matt was ready to die not go to oh yeah no i have Soul a little crushing a little news up there no uh just because of what you just said where you were like yeah i was like this motherfucker is gonna burrow into my chest like I don't know what the I don't know how this fucking alien get thing gets down, right? Like it might take hits at me <laughs> while I'm on the ground, which like I love doing that to players, yeah. especially with um if you have a limited number of attacks, just hitting somebody who's down once or twice just to really scare everybody. Yep. You know? Yep. And I was like, this could go a certain way. Like, and I'm here for it, you know. Yeah, same. You guys will have to go find a third witch, you know. <laughs> I don't want to uh rush us but i am down to get started yeah no me too yeah why do you okay. think we were talking I about D D? I don't know <laughs> all right everybody I... take a take a good deep breath remember who your characters are say their names in your head and their voices i'm liza <laughs> and i'm guilty <laughs> well hi y'all i'm babitha <laughs> all right so Let me just read. This small cottage, the pleasant smell of smoke that fills the house is slowly being replaced by a bitter, acrid smell as this viscous yellow ooze seeps from the cracked exoskeleton of the creature that you have just slain. A young girl awaits outside and a dead and or dying man lies on the couch covered in blood. Babitha scrambles over from Galtier's side where she has just spared the dying on him and frantically returns to the large orcish man on the couch and she's just going, no, 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 no. And she reaches out to touch him and casts spare the dying and shouts Liza and tosses her one of two matching potions and says to Gaultier and she uncorks a potion opens up the mouth of the man and pours in a healing potion uh, as she's doing that Blep rushes over and also croaks out his last spell. <laughs> well, it turns out that our blip had one spell slot left, so he's also casting Come on, word. Blip. Hell yeah. So first we're going to do the uh, healing Wait, potion, which on. I believe is what 2d4 is plus 2. What is healing word? Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> it's a real, real Groot situation we got going on here. <laughs> Surprisingly dirty. So I... Yeah, um, guys, I can't wait until you guys learn Grung because. Uh, oh my God, those dirty limericks! He's. If you went through and just he's every really time into those. Blep supposedly spoke, it would be the funniest thing in the world to me. Um, 
So, uh, potion, 2d4 plus 2, is that correct? Roger, dodger. So, that's 2, plus 3, it's 5, plus 2, so that's 7 points of healing from the potion. And... 7 points of healing ask, from Blep's healing word. Can I ask word. you a question? Did Blep's yeah. magical spell magically appear on his character sheet, or did he have it? No, he had it because he's just been using Eldritch Blast. Accusation? No, it's not an accusation. It's yeah. a real. That's a genuine question. No, no, it's because I know you guys were you guys were pretty low on uh, yeah. slots last session. Because Blep, because I was going to use Hellish Rebuke at one point, and then we were like, "Oh no, that's not it's what that okay. is." And so he Eldritch Blasted, which is a cantrip, and he did not use his last spell slot. I just Michael forgot. That he was a healer because because he's a scary ass toad man. Because he's a scary poison frog man. <laughs> so, um, so, uh, so total that's sixteen points of healing. Hell yeah! Assuming that he's not, assuming that he's not <laughs> Beyonce. It was a definitely a valiant effort. Hey, he said dead or dying. There was a glimmer of hope in there. That is definitely a valiant <laughs> effort. But he's dead. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So you pour this potion down his throat. You like pinch his cheeks and open his mouth and pour this potion. And as it's like going down his throat, you see it like run down into his busted open chest. You can see the potion like going down into there. What? Meanwhile, Blep is croaking over this guy's body. And the potion inside his chest starts to bubble and fizzle and it's already like an oozy red potion and it starts to change to the colors of his blood and his rib cage starts to the the solar plexus mends back together as as you're like watching his body mend itself because of all of your magical healing and nice. there's a nasty scar that goes all the way down his chest all the way almost to his belly button and you're just like crossing your fingers. You're watching everything happen, hoping that it's working. And he lays still for an instant longer than you think that he should before his body shudders, shakes, and you hear a, a, a grunt and a moan come from him. Oh, hush, hush, hush now, hush now. His hush eyes now. are closed, but you can see My... almost like, like Rem sleeping. His eyes are just like... You can see them moving back and forth all over the place. It's all right. It's over. It's over. You're safe. Liza has just caught the other potion, and yeah, he's sees he's fine. He's whatever. Galtier's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> no, I. I'm Nobody cares about say, him. Liza's gonna drink this potion. <laughs> you guys just dip. Liza has caught the other potion and sees as like Ooh, it's actually covered in blood and it slips and falls on the floor and shatters ah oh, shit girl tears dead shot. shit oh shit <laughs> god damn it oh, no. oh don't don't threaten me with doing galtier's voice as a ghost <laughs> my oh, no. favorite Ghostier? my favorite iteration of this character is ghostier ghostier ghastly ghostier there's a frat <laughs> sorry sorry eliza you barely got a sentence out there didn't you 
Nah, it is perfectly acceptable. <laughs> Go ahead, uh, Max. Uh, ghastly a uh, Deja Fright. That is canon now. So, yeah. Um, that is going to be Liza's patron when Liza takes a uh, level oh, of warlock. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing would make me happier. That would be very funny. Uh, it's just a bunch of, like, uh, when I cast uh, Eldritch Blast, it's just a bunch of Louisiana uh, crystal just coming out of my hand. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Liza catches the potion and doesn't drop it because... Debatable. Uh, they have very uh, dexterous fingers that can catch things very well. And and then, as they are, like, turning, they see then... Babatha just pouring this into Ducky's mouth and just being really confused because Liza's just like, I mean, just pour it. Why don't you just pour it straight in the chest? I mean, that's the wound. I mean, it'll go in the same place. I, I don't know. Never mind. And turns around, pops the cork, takes a little sip for themselves <laughs> and then gives Gaultier the rest of it. <laughs> like propping open his mouth and just shoving it into his mouth. Two, 2d4 minus two. Okay. Because you took a drink. Plus two. Uh, oh, minus, minus two. Minus two gotcha, because gotcha, you gotcha, took gotcha. a drink. Damn it. Is it okay if I, <laughs> is it okay if I uh, roll my d4 by throwing it across the room? Yeah, I, like I encourage it actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. As okay. is if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, uh, roll for d4. <laughs> okay, that's a four. That's Ooh, a lie. Damn, that's another. That's, that's another four. That's another lie. So, so six, two, six points. Do I get anything? Yeah, you can have two. Well, theoretically, you get those two. <laughs> yeah, right? sure. That that stands <laughs> right. to reason. Okay, so not what I had so in mind, he, but it stands to reason. <laughs> he gets two. I get. He gets. I mean, eight, the I swing of. The net swing of that, because somehow I ended up with a negative two, even though you took a six. <laughs> really, that's worth four, but I don't. There's some fucking math don't, going. Don't on. overthink uh, it. Don't overthink it. Gaultier, it's magic. You just got, you just got uh, two d- failed death saves. I, I mean, even though you were stable, you just got two failed death saves. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. They spared the dying, and it's yet. Crazy. What's going it's on? Really, it's the only character who can die standing up. Um, yeah. So, so Gaultier, you pop back to consciousness. Lying on the floor, covered in this oozy, viscous, now, let, yellow, sticky blood. Where does Bug go? He thought he did, my boy. Oh, oh, oh well, that's good. You did nothing. What? It don't have to come at a man so hard right away. That's fair. You're you're alive now, so um, I hope you feel okay. What? What's that on your face? Oh, oh, this um, it's just um, it's either. Blood from men, uh, the uh, goo from bug, or the potion that I just sipped before I poured it into your mouth. It does seem like, perchance, you have taken a bit of the potion that would have been restoring my vitality. <laughs> I I was making sure it wasn't poison, because you don't know okay. Bebetha as long as I do. There have been times she give potion, she tells... It will make your butt look great, and it <laughs> makes your butt uh, spew things. So, I mean, okay, when, okay, when it okay, comes okay, to okay, making okay. sure, to I didn't want fair. to kill you by making things come out of your butt and dehydrating you while you are almost dead. Listen, we've talked about it. I It was it was a simple mistake. You gave me okay, laxative, the, Liza. I, I know. I... 
So, <laughs> what is your guys's? I hadn't slept, and I just, you know, I was like that butt where's, potion, where, and I was just Where's Liza? Uh, no, that's Liza. Where's Tecla? <laughs> so I was hit very oh. hard. The little girl. Oh, the girl. The girls uh, were, uh, outside, presumably. Um, uh, Gautier will push himself you? up, like point of his sword, like. Ugh! And uh, he's never looked this old before <laughs> and sort of stumble his way towards the doorway and just sort of like push the door up. No, Jacqueline's still out here. Yeah, she's, she's sitting on the top step uh, facing away from the door and you see that there's like a small handful of stones next to her and she just looks up at you. Is everything okay? Yeah, well, things have been a little bit better for your man here, but... She 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 jumps up really quickly. You look hurt. Yeah, well, there was a bit more commotion than we bargained for, but like I said, uh, Babatha and, and Liza are very very good at what they do, and well, your, your daddy gonna be just fine. Very good. So uh, we are we are quite good, quite good. He's kid. the best, some say. He's he's okay. He's not sick anymore. Well, he's gonna have a. a Probably a long couple of days here before he's back to 100%, but he'll be uh, the, the papa that you always knew and loved here shortly. Why don't you, why don't you come on inside here? Uh, give us a hand. She, as you say that, she just like this big grin pops up on her face, just ear to ear grin. And she picks a rock and just chucks it off into the darkness. And she oh. just, she rushes uh, straight at Gaultier and just like wraps her arms as well as she can around him uh, and just holds on for a second. I think uh, Gaultier just barely keeps his feet. He's not looking great with Ooh. his six hole hit points. <laughs> oh, I should roll uh, the hit, huh? <laughs> no, <laughs> acrobatics check. <laughs> Falls down the stairs, takes 1d6 damage. <laughs> Matt, by the way, it is actually, you're at eight. I, I don't know if it will matter, but in case it does, you are at eight. I rolled two fours, and then I took the plus two. Yeah, but he was at a minus two. It was 2d4 minus yeah, two. Nick, Nick did some weird uh, margin yeah. trading on us on Nick that dice roll. Yeah, we, See, we the, fact, the fact that it almost penalized. went over his head is why I did it. Yeah. I thought, I thought for sure. You were both penalized one point for sharing a healing No, I potion. thought I was taking those two. No, I was penalized but I feel the same by both of you is what happened. <laughs> oh, I'm okay. I, I apologize. I, it was just a quick sip. It wasn't a chug. No. Yeah, no, it was, it was two hit points worth. That's for sure. Wow, I, uh, I really I fucked it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. And you spilled. You you chugged. You got two it. points in. Those things are expensive. Two points on your mouth. Um, and then the rest. No, in I am the curious. What does your guys' current inventory look like as far as potions go? I mean, you guys can't have many. If any, I, I I think you have some other ones, but healing potions, I don't think you have any. Nope. Those were our last two potions of healing. Um, I believe those were the only two potions of healing that we uh, received from the kind of like quartermaster area where we yeah. went and got yeah, all of our stuff. Um, Babitha, should we take some time to rest? Uh, Babitha can attempt to craft more healing potions. You do still yeah, have, think... just to note, you guys do still have a potion of, I believe it's going to be a potion of resistance and a potion of reduce. I trust that those are in one of your inventory, otherwise you don't have them, but you did get different potions from Corvin than just healing potions. Yeah. 
Anyways, I only wrote down my plus one leather armor. So I apologize. Yeah. I guess you guys don't want cool stuff. I'll remember that. Let me write. Uh, that'll be the only note that I take. Don't want. I think the problem cool is that none of us agreed things. where they were gonna go. Yeah, we're gonna need to. Like. I, I think this is just another example of the DM siphoning away potions. You know, what are you talking about? Track. I agree. Uh, I'm not going to track your guys' inventory. I, My, minus I, two. I thought one, suddenly of, the, honestly, I thought one of the potions. We got a thirsty DM on our hands. I'm. I am not. Hey, you take this up with the higher power. I'm, I'm going to. Nick, can I ask you a question? <laughs> yeah, you can. Should I give them potions that they didn't write down? You know, I don't think that you should because the only reason they know they have it is because you told them. Yeah, I know. It just doesn't seem right, right? Nah, it doesn't. Cool. Are you done with your soliloquy? <laughs> I love you guys. Hey, so what do you guys want to do? So actually, Nick, can you remind me again what time of day it is? By the time it, we made it out here? It's very late at this point um it was probably it was after it was like late dinner time when you guys sat down in the lantern to eat um and then sometimes towards the end of your meal the children came in so you're looking at probably like 10 30 ish at this point 10 30 11 okay so i want to i want to bring tecla inside and um you guys can see galtier still not feeling great but he manages to sort of bring her in um and instead of sort i want to sort of keep her away from ducky a bit um not like exclude her from seeing him, but um, sort of like pull out my pack, grab some rations or something and have her help me like lay out food for everybody. What are you guys doing with the creature? Oh, I definitely want to get up in and, ex- and check that. I mean, I mean the, the body stable. of the creature is like immediately inside the door, like five feet inside the door. So if you walked in, that would be the first thing that she saw. Oh, yeah. You maybe didn't prepare for the monster in her house. Yeah, uh, I mean, you guys can reasonably have moved it before you went to grab her but i just i'm just curious what you guys do with it throw it up on the island and take a peek i think that babitha probably would um ask well she'd probably ask for help because i guess apparently this thing is is, uh, you know as tall as a dog standing um and i don't know uh, a measurement that that makes perfect sense (laughs) measurement that makes perfect you guys know that i'm good Um, at measurements right yeah and uh, because quantifiers and volumes are really my standing. strong suit. Measure twice, yeah. cut once. Uh, cut one dog. She would have uh, asked Liza for help, kind of like pulling the thing aside. You know, maybe there's like, is there like a, this is all kind of a one, it's a big one room kind of space, right? I mean, in terms yeah, of for like the most part, the um, kitchen and everything. I like guess an open cook. Yeah, it's a, it's an open floor plan. I mean, to be fair, Nick did just say they had a kitchen island. Like this is a very modern home. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's, oh, it's it's very modern. it's yeah. a very humble small space. But yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> they know what they like. If there's a kitchen, if there's a kitchen island, then that is what uh, Babitha is going to ask for uh, Liza's help putting the creature on the island. The island is what it had leapt on from the couch, and mm-hmm. it was from the island that it attacked Gaultier and knocked him out. Oh, so it's dead on the counter. No, no, no. It jumped off the counter. Oh, right. Um, after that, when it got killed, it was on the floor. So so what I'm saying is, like, yeah, there is an island, and that's, like... Right, and what I am saying is that I want to put it up there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I will also immediately push a, like, chair or stool over, because I presume that the kitchen <laughs> island is probably at about Babitha's height, especially considering... Uh, this hulking man that lives in this house. It looks like everything is scaled really big here. Weird. Um, uh, and we'll be kind of just, I mean, kind of doing poking and prodding, right? She's probably got out, even though they're alchemist tools. You know, she's kind of, she thinks she's 
she's just trying to figure out what this is. It's not something that she's ever seen before. And uh, she's probably making little notes and uh, sketches, trying to make reference to things because obviously she's going to have to talk to somebody about this and she wants to make sure that she has all the information available. Roll me a nature bone. Give me one of them rock hard nature bones. Um, hey Nick, can you never say that ever again? Yes. Um, I, you know, I can't promise you that. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to hand in my two weeks right now. <laughs> okay. That is a 12 plus 5 for a 17 nature check. Nice. That is not too shabby. So looking at this thing's body, the exoskeleton has like cracked away. There's this like uh, pronounced ridge on the back of it that Liza had shot at a few times and cracked away a little bit. And then this Eldridge blast crumpled it in and rolled it in so you're able to get a couple of fingers in and pull this exoskeleton off and it it, honestly it stinks something fierce when you pull this cover off this yellow viscous ooze and you start prodding around inside this thing and so looking on the outside of it something that strikes you is that there are no apparent weak spots everything seems to be like covered up with this exoskeleton or overlapped so like where its joints are it has the exoskeleton has grown beyond the joint to cover the soft spot in the joint looking inside of it you're poking around and you see that this this creature has for intents and purposes familiar organs that you think that it should have it has all the right features but there's something off about them they're not Maybe they're not in the right places, or they're not a size that you thought they would be in comparison to the size of the thing. The It's just off, and you can't peg quite why. But, like I said, it has, considering that it's insectoid, it has the features that you think it should have. They're mm-hmm. just strange. Okay. I like that. Liza, why don't you roll Arcana? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that is a 13 total. This doesn't look like any sort of creature that you have heard of or seen. This appears to be something that is entirely new to you. Bebetha, I don't know what you see here, but this thing is entirely fucked up. And I've never seen it before. I've never seen anything like it before. I think I would remember if I saw a... a uh, I don't know, a monster from your pocket, a pocket monster or something. Yes. I, I, yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. 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 <laughs> I can't keep a straight face for it. Yes, uh, it, it, it reminds me of a of an old tome, the pocket decks. Uh, and it's mm. uh, it's an old, old encyclopedia of things that people make up. Oh, right, 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 right. The ones that. Those are the ones that they capture in orbs, correct? I mean, they attempt Same to. Same lore? Uh, very rarely sure, does it have sure. actually happen, especially if you get the right spin on it, you know. I think that it's really more about the lessons learned and the friends they make along the way, don't you? <laughs> I believe so. I mean, I only wish yeah. to be the very best. Now, Tegla, again, you have to be very careful listening to Auntie Liza. She mixes up words in the common tongue sometimes when she says pocket... It, she does, of course, mean chest in this particular situation. Uh, she's not from around here, you see. Oh, yes. I'm super weird. 
Thecla, um, like, runs her hand kind of through her hair, and you can tell she's a little bit hesitant and curious, she... and then she just points to this thing, and she says, What is that? Well, now, little one, that seems to be the question of the evening. Of course, this little guy here, uh, well, did a number on old Gaultier here, and good news for us, the aunties are uh, more capable than I in some departments. But, uh, of course, they'll they'll figure all that out, and you can uh, just, here, keep keep helping me out here. We'll get everybody fed, and we'll get ourselves cleaned up and, and to bed. We can solve this in the morning. Okay. Thecla walks over to the stove, and uh, you're not really sure where exactly <laughs> it You don't see her grab, like, any matches or anything, but she walks over and puts some kindling down, and next thing <laughs> you know, there's just a small fire going, and she seems really resourceful. Nick, would you think that it's possible for the bugs, like, remains, or, uh, I don't know, it's viscera to be collected as a potential yeah Something. like could it be used for um alchemy or to be honest like i would be i would be surprised I mean, if you guys didn't try uh, to uh, yes. take this or dissect it in some way yeah i mean there's there's no answers right because nobody is here to tell you what's going on um yeah i mean i, I feel like it'd be foolish to not take samples babitha is absolutely taking samples anything that she could potentially use in a future potion you know i mean she's looking at this you know this viscous stuff from the inside of it she's gonna take the mandibles off she's gonna take a piece of the the chitin chitin whatever we are uh settled on that um exoskeleton i always always say chitin but yeah i say exoskeleton well only because you don't know which one to say Uh, that's why uh No, Babitha is absolutely taking small samples of everything. I mean, she's being really scientific in the way that she's approaching it. Um, everything could be potentially useful in the future. Is there a... So I'm looking through tool proficiencies right now, and I'm trying to figure out... I have proficiency in forgery kits as Liza. I'm, I went through to see if there's any like art supplies or anything to see if, if you're a capable artists to potentially sketch things and i think forgery would be suitable yeah i was kind of thinking we've, cartographer we've used Gaultier has yeah, a proficiency in cartography just as a heads up yeah so maybe maybe uh Gaultier and mm-hmm. i kind of pour over a piece of paper and and try and mash together some sort of accurate drawing of this thing yeah that's cool um I'm not going to have you guys roll on that. I think given the situation, you have plenty of time to make an accurate drawing, right? You can recall the things that are not exploded on it in this moment as Babitha is collecting samples. And between the two of you, you can, you know, oh, no, I don't think that that leg was shaped quite like that. That's my Gaultier. I love that you just turned me into Jerry Jones. Like, Gaultier owns the Dallas Cowboys all of a sudden. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so that's reasonable. As soon as Babitha has kind of con- finished up her collection and uh, overall inspection of this creature, she wants to go back over, check on Ducky, see if he's, you know, able yet to kind of catch his breath and, and talk a little bit. Um, I think she's certainly put the kettle on over 
the fire when Gaultier and Thecla have clearly got everything going. So she makes a little cup of tea, brings it over to Ducky. And she wants to talk to him specifically about what happened. Is he in a condition to like converse right now? Or would it behoove us to all just, I don't know, sleep here for the night, get rested up and talk in the morning? You guys can sleep in my room. Well, I was partially asking you, Nick, if he's like conscious or not, but I think that that's in general, I think Babitha, yeah, let me just do that as Babitha. So Babitha, I think we'll take some tea over to Ducky and say, okay, now love, we are going to have to talk some, um, particularly about this uh, purple man that you met before this happened. But for now, I want you to rest up. Do you think we can get you to your bed? He is definitely out of it. Um, like, conscious is almost not descriptive of mm -hmm. how close to unconsciousness he is. Okay, great. If you wanted to try to move him to a bed, you could, but he's not going to be much help. No, if, if he's not in a in a position to like be compliant and helpful, then there's no reason for us to move him. Yeah. Um, I, he seems to be, he seems to be stable, but obviously, you know, something horrific just happened yeah. in his body. You He's know, the magic, the magic healed him, but yeah, his body is still absolutely destroyed from this. Right. Well, um, I think that what we first need to do is, oh dear, Thecla, your brother and sister, um, they're at, well, you know what? They're probably just going to stay with Miss B tonight. Babitha um, is kind of like going back and forth in her head because I'm remembering now, Nick, that you said it's like the middle of the night. Um, and yeah. I'm just wondering, like, I don't want to send Thecla out in the middle of the night to like run down the road to uh, like get Miss B, you know? So I think that... Um, that's that's okay. They stayed with Miss B before. Okay, Great, great. Well then, how about you help me gather up some sheets and blankets and pillows and we'll make a little little fort for, for our friends here and we can all we'll all sleep out in the living room with your with, with your daddy. How about that? You can tell that she is almost on the verge of being happy, but she is very aware this that her dad is still not good. So like if her dad was okay, she would be perfectly fine right now. Like you guys yeah. are cool, she likes all of you guys, but there's just that one that one yeah. string holding her back. She just shrugs and says, okay, and you guys can build a fort and stay the night. And have a good jolly time if you so desire. Yes. And a long rest. And you can take a long rest. What a long day that was for you guys. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> you started the day in Madrigal at the stables, leaving the kingdom. Thank God. Or leaving the castle town. You ran into Rooney, Thelma, and Willow on the way out. Captured Thelma, continued on, made your way to to Tinktora. Became Willow for a little bit. Became Willow. Became Willow for a little, little bit. bit. Fucked with a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a long day. Take a rest. Regain some hit points. Get some spell slots back. And level up. They say nobody likes you when you're 23, <laughs> but I prefer it to six. Nobody likes you when you're 23. Matt, how many hit points does Gaultier have? 23. That's me. That's me resting. That's a dumb that's resting joke. That's wild. <laughs> Liza has 24. 
I also I, have 24. I rolled real, real bad uh, on one of the hit points level ups. Damn. So first thing in the morning, the sun's light shines through some of the windows in the kitchen where the plates were knocked off the island. There's shards all, all over the floor still. And somewhere off in the distance, a rooster crows. I think um, Galtier will, will get up early. Uh, he's still kind of on like military guy time, um, which probably actually seems a little bit odd to everyone else, given that he acts more like a court playboy all the time. Um, but he's up early and he is like cleaning up the dishes and putting everything. Like he's not doing a good job. Like it's not, it's very neat when he's done, but it's not clean. If that makes sense. He's trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's all about yeah. putting the stuff where it goes, but like it, it's still dirty. <laughs> there is a do 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 on the front door. Yeah, I think Galtier probably doesn't have his breastplate on, um, but like snatches up his sword real quick. Bare chested. Uh, he's got like a deep V situation going on. What are those oh, little okay. those little wooden it's connector like guys? Yeah. He's, he's only got the one button button. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like the opposite of like biker guys with flannels where they do just the top button. He does just the bottom button, you know. <laughs> nice. It's <laughs> uh, a good look. But yeah, I think he'll sort of like snag the sword up and have it somewhat discreetly and then just like crack the door open. Um, you see the gentle face of Miss B looking at you and she smiles. Oh. Good morning to you, Mr. Jamal. Oh, a beautiful morning to you as well, Miss B. Please, please, come on in. She, yeah, she walks in. I started to get a bit scared last night when you didn't come back, but I figured you'd had everything under control. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for that. Things here, uh, well, I got a little hairy before they got better, but uh, Duckett seems to be on the mend this morning, and I'll uh, just sort of lead her over to where he's at. As you open the door and she comes in, you see outside... Um, the other two kids, Oni and Oni and Hank, are kind of frolicking out on the pathway. They're chasing each other around. They're kind of giggling. Uh, they seem relatively unfazed by, you know, they, they were sheltered pretty well when they don't really know what was going on. I'll uh, I'll call. Is Tekla awake at this point? Yeah, I, I think at the I'll... door she she kind of like walks down the little hall the hallway and she rubs her little eyes. Good morning. I'll call out to her and just be like, now, Tegla, go show those two how you can throw some of them rocks. Throw them how good you were doing yesterday. <laughs> yeah, throw them at them. And just, I'll try to basically do the, like, you know, encourage a kid to go do something they think is fun to get all the kids outside. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. slides on her, her shoes and, and goes outside. She's still in her PJs. Can I have, uh, can I read out my uh, full, like, Liza in their true form description. Ooh, so juicy. Oh yeah, yeah. tell us, how, is this because this is how Liza's gonna look when they yeah. wake up? Yeah, sure. Hell yeah. Uh, amazing, so please tell us what we see. Yeah. So when Liza wakes up and thinks about themselves, they feel as though they're a medium-sized human-shaped being. They're slim, but not small. The clothes hang off them in a way that emphasize the flowiness and the shape of the clothes rather than the body underneath. Their hands are a bright alabaster on the palms and fingers with dark olive skin wrapping around the rest of their hand, wrist, and forearm. 
Their thumbnails are painted black, their pinky is painted white, and the middle three fingers are usually unpainted but today are painted red. Their hands seem strong and dexterous but not worn and leathery like a blacksmith or soldier. Their hair color is a sandy blonde with streak of platinum white throughout with it slicked back into a short ponytail. They have big pale red eyes that seem to shift in the brightness as they look around their surroundings. Their body language betrays a sense of competence and confidence while their eyes convey a sense of anxious quizzicality as though they just heard a funny noise while they're home alone at night. Their skin is bright alabaster on their forehead, ears, and chin, as well as their palms. The rest of their face and neck is a dark olive color. They stand with a posture that betrays them to be slightly shorter than they truly are, and they have an air about them that conveys a sense of constant readiness to seemingly flee or fling themselves in front of their friends. And that is what Liza looks like when they wake up in the morning because as a changeling, they change throughout the night it, during their dreams and uh, revert back to their true self in the morning. So Liza's waking up and just very groggy and everyone just kind of, anybody who turns to look at them right now will see this form, but will probably in the next hour not see this form again <laughs> for a little bit. I think Babitha is close enough with Liza now that this is not a new thing for her to see you in this form, but it's also rare enough because it's not how you normally present that it's still kind of a a little bit of a treat. Um, but she only betrays that with like the slightest little uptick in her smile when she sees you for the first time in the morning and starts talking to you. Liza is as they're talking to Babitha or noticing any sort of like conversation from Babitha is just like, ah, okay, I need to go into the woods. I need to focus. I need to meditate. I need to figure out, okay, what am I feeling today? Am I feeling red hair? Am I feeling black? Am I feeling blue eyes? I love the blue eyes, but you know, they're just so gaudy. Oh my God. Just I'm telling you, once I get that potion for that perp for those purple eyes, I think it's gonna be a real a real game changer. It's, it's gonna be really dope, especially with the black hair, black hair, purple eyes. Oh, oh boy! Oh gosh, what a oh, look, man! I'll get so many people, and they will not so know many. I hit them except for me. I hit them. Ms. B walks to uh, the island. Is the creature still on the island? Uh, it has been uh, moved outside okay, under a uh, tarp. Y yeah, yeah, I guess Gal yeah. Galtier was cleaning up a little bit. So Yeah, I figured that we kind of uh, dissected it and cut it up, put it into uh, jars or, or whatever, and, and kind of the, the remaining carapace will have been put outside sure. and kind of put um, wherever. So Miss B walks up to the island, and she has a... a pouch slung over her shoulder that she picks up and she puts on the island and she opens it up. Well, I brought you guys some rolls. I brought you guys some teas. I brought a couple that you could pack along for the road with you should you like to and uh, well, a fair bit, a day or two of trail rations if you get hungry out there. Everything should be taken care of. Oh, that is a mighty fine bit of hospitality, Miss B. Thank you very much. Oh, it's the very least I could do. No, I, I hate to trouble you more, darling, but I... I... I think it would be best for as 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 wonderful as Thecla has been. I think it would be best for 
um, an adult to stay with Ducky uh, for a while. His condition is still a little unstable. He's going to, he's, he's been through a lot. I hadn't seen Mal yet this morning. It's Ducky's husband. I haven't seen him yet this morning, so I figured I'd... Rory's watching over the shop this morning, so I figured I'd come by and I'll be here for the day. Somebody best watch out for Ducky after... Well, if the kids come crying, somebody better watch him. Yes. Um... Miss B, I... I don't want to trouble you, and I certainly don't want to upset you, but I do believe that we need to... Discuss what exactly happened with Ducky yesterday. I am fearful that it'll indicate something larger and more sinister and uh, and a better bad lung. Um, But I don't want to startle the children. Um, Well, we've tried to keep Ducky away from everybody else. We know the withering cough's a bit contagious. Try to keep him safe. Well, this is not just a cough. Um, You see, there was... Ravitha looks around and makes sure that the kids aren't around and says... Well, I think it's just best that you see it for yourself. And she takes Miss B out, shows what's left of the creature, and describes uh, to her what happened and uh, asks her if she's heard of anything like it. Hmm. Well, that's absolutely dreadful. Some sort of sort of evil or something it looks like, but it doesn't seem familiar by any stretch of the imagination. I can't say that I've heard of anything or seen anything like this. Have you seen or heard anything out of the ordinary? Around here, around Tinctorum? No. Yes, anything, any other than us, of course, any strangers come through town recently? Well, sure, there's been a couple that come through and stay at the Lantern, but nothing. As I said, nothing out of the ordinary. Nobody that... And Duck... And Ducky, what does he what does he do with uh, uh, is he just uh, I mean, He's just such like he's a sweetheart. He takes care of everything that needs taken care of. He'll fix your I doors, see, he'll I build see. your fences. He does everything for everybody if you need it. Very skilled young man, I tell you that. Yes, well, we're very fortunate that he came through. I I'll be quite honest with you, Miss B. I don't know. I didn't know that we had it in us. That it was beyond something that I've ever tackled before. And, um, well, I have to admit it has me quite shaken. I, I just don't know. I don't know what this is. And I'm, I'm deeply out of my element. Now, Miss B, it sounds like uh, Ducky here probably didn't go too far afield from Tintorum, but perchance were there any kind of... Uh, Visitors from afar, anybody new in town coming through that he may have had some sort of contact with? Nothing that he said to me. Granted, I don't see him all that often. I run a business and he's got his own work that he does. I don't see him every day, but he's never mentioned anything to me. Unfortunately. Well, now, you've been uh, absolutely mighty kind, Miss B. Uh, once again, thank you so much. And uh, Now, if I could quell your fears just a bit, perhaps... Once Mal comes back, everything will be fine. Mal's, Mal's quite the manly man. He can take care of things and, well, she kind of winks at you a little bit and puts her shoulder forward. If another one of these things shows up, Mal will take care of it. I have not a doubt in my mind. And it sounded a bit like maybe he was running a little late, this Mal character. Oh, they ran into the marsh to meet up with Marsha. <laughs> they... 
<laughs> Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yeah, Mal, Mal and a few of his friends ran to the marsh to meet up with Marsha to pick up some medicine for Ducky. And, well, yes, they're running a bit late, but they likely might have just stayed the night over there a bit. If it got late and Marsha had to make up a potion or something, they might have just stayed the night. I hear there are a lot of bandits out there in the marshes. I do have to say, uh, you say this Mal character, he would protect from this hill insect that we encountered last night. But can this Mal heal from the inside? Can he destroy from the inside like this thing can because this bee picks up one of her legs and turns sideways wink okay i will look past that that was disgusting never talk to me again but i am concerned i am concerned i i just want to say i i i i, I am shaken i i <laughs> my grammar went away from me last night I shouted, I fuck you, and I just, I, I, I don't think I can properly put into words the horror that we ran into last night. Mal, as I've said, I wouldn't fear. Mal takes care of this town like nobody ever has before. Tinktorm, well, Tinktorm would be half the place it was right now if it wasn't for Mal and Ducky. Well, I do hope that you'll relate to him, this, this Mal, what has happened here, and, um... Gosh, I just, I really wish we could get more information from Ducky before we leave. Do you have a, do you have a cell phone? Can I have your phone number? <laughs> Perhaps. Yeah, hey, Miss B, if you could just, just as soon as you're if you could just text him, uh, have him hit us up on Snap, <laughs> send us a quick vid, you know. I'm um, more of a Yahoo AIM uh, person. I, I, look. I think this isn't the just medieval ages. I had a TikTok, so now we are fully <laughs> ready to go. I I put a lot of effort into the HTML on my uh, away message. It includes a little winky face that continues to move at all times. Ooh. Well, you've said you're coming back through Tictorum on your way back to Madrigal, aren't you? Certainly, certainly. I just, I just. Well, I would encourage you. Well, you know what? I'll leave a note. How about that? With your address, with your email address and your cell phone number, that would be very helpful. I love I love that this is the joke that you're like, this is absurd. And I'm like, no, we called someone with a bowl. Earlier. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, we no, I, I invented the mobile. I invented the mobile Carlton call. And you are like, that absolutely not cannot be a thing that happens all the time in this game. You can't have a cell phone. <laughs> she oh, she digs trying to break the game. She digs a little deeper in her in her bag. I wasn't wasn't quite expecting what you've shown me this morning, but if I could pass along my thanks, and I'm sure that Mal and Ducky would if they were able at the moment, you could take this as a as a bit of a thank you. They'll pay me back. And she drops a, a small coin purse into somebody's hands. She just holds it out. Oh, Liza is 100% <laughs> the first person to just walk by 
can I? I'm gonna do a sleight of hand check just to see how quickly <laughs> I grab this out. shit. I yeah. love the idea that Liza is for sure the farthest away of the three of us, but the first person there. Yes, one hundred percent. Liza just hears the 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 like, what is that? The jangling of of coins and just immediately tinkling. Yeah. So. <laughs> sweet, sweet pitter patter. It's only a, only a fifteen. You snatch the coin purse from her hand. My hope is that I would get like a nat 20 and it's just like, it's silent. It's she doesn't gone. even realize it's gone. Or she's still holding her hand out for someone like to it take much it and it's already gone. That it is instead just you being aggressively greedy. <laughs> yeah. Very like, quickly. Oh, was that, was that, oh my bad. I'm sorry. I am actuary of of group. I must track all. I must track all. Um, so, like I said, it's not much. There are seven gold pieces and six silver pieces inside this this pouch. It's not a lot, but it's what she Liza, has on her. Add that to your coins. Well, I cannot thank you enough. You've been you've been such a tremendous host. I just please take caution. If you see anything strange, avoid it. Until we have more information, I just, it is best to just keep people calm and let them know that help is coming. Naturally. And by all means, try to find out where Ducky could have encountered this creature because, and um, let her know that Thecla has seen the creature. She does not know that it bursts from his chest. So she might want to just, you know, edit that part <laughs> a little bit. Of course, between um, Rory and the boys, everything is under control. Fear not. Well, I can't, I can't think of another reason to hold you up any further as much as I'd love to stay and care for my patient here. I'm feeling that we must make absolute haste. We do have a pressing matters and pressure to deal with. So perhaps we should get on the road while the sun still shines. Uh, Nick, before we head out, it, is Thelma still around? I mean, the last time that they uh, saw the team, Willow was still here. Yeah, at the moment she Galtier would have seen her outside with Oni, Thecla, or Oni and Hank um, when he let Miss B in. She's out tending with the kids as Willow told her to do. I think it was Willow that told her to take care of the kids. Yeah, which is yeah. a job she is taking quite seriously. Okay, that's you know uh, that's uh, we'll we'll relay that to to pops to make sure that they uh, <laughs> that, that she gets uh, some due for that. But uh, Liza's just going to walk up and just be like, you, you, dumb one, you, uh, is it Louise? What's your name? Thelma? Who are you? Yes, dumb one. Okay. So, um, Willow's... <laughs> yes, uh, Willow is gone. Um, she fucked off out of here as soon as Insect showed up. Have you heard of Insect? The Insect was awful. Uh, you... Moving on. What? She was scared. She ran. She told us uh, to tell you, go back home and uh, and make sure you reconcile with Pops. I, I don't know what that means. I was off on recon for uh, Black Inky Ether that we saw. And I thought I that was the plan anyways. For her to fuck off? 
No, to go back home to Pops. Well, yes, I'm telling you that you need to go back home. You don't need to hang out with kids anymore. Like, is that... Oh. Because you seem to be really invested in these goddamn kids. I mean, you're playing with them. You're no, that's having what she fun. that's what she told me to do. Well, she's my boss. We'll make sure to let her know that you did very admirably in terms of committing to the bit, as one says. But thank you. Yeah, and, and of course you did, you did a lovely job. We, we just, um, I yeah, if you, we do need to, we do need to just take us to pops. I'm, so. I'm pretty good with kids. Yeah, yeah, you've done a wonderful pops. job. Great, because uh, you're stupid as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You guys want to book it? Get back on the road first yeah. thing in the morning. You got some trail <laughs> we, rations. You've got some lunch. Nick, she was our uh, Thelma was our into meat pops, right? Like we wanted to use yeah, her yeah. as okay. So yeah, yeah, I I wanted to I was going to addendum on that conversation, but we can sort of wave through it, which is like make sure um, she's still involved as um, in that capacity. Like yeah, I, like I've said before, Willow told quote unquote Willow told Thelma to to stick with you guys. Um, okay, cool. That was part of the original agreement. And I mean, you can tell as of right now that she's she is pretty intent on obeying the orders of Willow, her, who is her direct supervisor from the sounds of it. Um, and if Willow told her to stick with you guys, that's what she's going to do. Um, so as you guys head down the, the walkway away from the Darium residence, you see Thecla waiting at the at the end of the the walkway and it's only you know 20 yards or so to get away from their house and the kids kind of stop running around and she looks to you guys and she says you guys are leaving well yes little one uh we're only supposed to stay here in this lovely town for but one night and of course we have to uh head off on some very important business i think gautier has just sort of just like you know shining his breastplate and trying to be sort of like goofy uncle energy um wait a second and she like full sprints into the house where she disappears for a second the other two kids are still kind of running around by themselves and then she you see her just a moment later full sprint back out she's breathing kind of hard and she stops in front of babitha and she just like looks at the ground for a second and then she says long days and pleasant nights miss burbage Long days and pleasant nights, young Thecla. I hope to see you soon. She hugs you. And then... Oh, I take her. A huge hug. And then, similarly to Liza, she, like, looks to the ground and shuffles her feet for a second. A little bit shy. Liza's kind of a, a strange cat. Long days and pleasant nights, Liza Ustrobachel. Your pronunciation was quite good. I'm pretty smart. I mean, you're smarter than this one over here. <laughs> That's not saying much. And then she goes, <laughs> and she 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 approaches um, Galtier, and she says, "Mr. Galtier, Papa Mouse says that when someone does something nice, we're supposed to make them a loaf of raisin bread to say thanks. But I'm not supposed to cook by myself. So, um." And she, like, reaches behind her and she pulls out this plain leather sheath. And you see she hands it over to you and you you draw this dagger out of this sheath that's just plain leather. And 
the dagger is this exceptionally crafted slender silver dagger and it has this really lightly worn brushed brass handle and engraved in the side of it along the blade along the blade in cursive as a bloodlet is the word Daarium. Daddy Duck made it for me for my birthday last year. Long days and pleasant nights, Mr. Gaultier. Oh, well, long days and pleasant nights to you as well. Uh, that is a mighty fine tradition your father has taught you, but you are in luck. Uh, I could never bear to see you part with such a fine gift. Can I see it for just a moment? She hands it over to you. Um, I want to take the dagger and then just pluck like any sort of like wildflower that might be around. I don't know if there's any, if there's not any so, like. So there's all of this. Um, so they're, they're, they have their pathway and then immediately outside of the pathway is these green and yellow uh, blossom flowers. Perfect. Okay, I'll p- pick one of the yellow ones and then um, as close as I can mirror it to where the um, poinsettia for Madrigal sits on my breastplate. I want to try to just tuck it into her little tunic and I'll pull the dagger out of its sheath and sort of like lightly dab both shoulders and say, now by the five virtues, you have compelled yourself (laughs) and comported with every one of those which is most becoming of the Knights of Madrigal and the Oathsworn themselves. Be proud this day, young Tekla. And I'll put the knife back in the sheath and hand it back to her. Now, we're going to be coming back up the road here soon, so I'll be expecting that loaf of raisin bread. But I want you to have it. I, sometimes things should stay with the people they were meant for. And I believe this was meant for you, young one. I'll cook you too. Oh, I do love me some raisin bread. And then, and she like turns heel. She's just blushing and grinning. And she yells to Oni and Hank, I'm a knight. He knighted me. <laughs> um, and she, she runs off towards them. Um, grinning and happy. Thecla of Tart. <laughs> Thecla of Tinctorum. <laughs> <laughs> She runs off with a dagger in her hands. <laughs> no, no, hold on, wait. Oh, oh, good lord. Um, Before we get out of town, uh, Babitha is going to stop and pull out uh, this like small spade that she has and dig up some of the uh, the flowers. Um, she's going to dig up the roots in particular and uh, put them in a in a bag and turn to Liza with a wink and go, Tinctorum Red is not inexpensive. Liza just holds up their three fingers and they're just like, I mean, I I get that the dye is important, (laughs) but when you can just change your fingers at any time, I I don't know, it's just... Yes, I mean, it must be so liberating being just free of so many of the the many pitfalls of existence. I mean, I just have to say, the clothes, the clothes will be dyed. I mean, you see the leather that I'm wearing, bright red. I'm sure this is expensive. 
Is, oh, yes. Is Liza still in uh, their, like, proto-Liza form? Or have <laughs> you taken a different... I, uh, I didn't know what to call it. <laughs> no, uh, that's, I guess that's a good way to put it. Uh, Liza's mostly changed. Uh, the hair's the same. Uh, they've just kind of gone to a more just kind of pale white, uh, pale uh, skin and um, yeah, uh, okay. pale skin with, with blue eyes because they talked about uh, blue eyes this morning. And uh, their hands always, uh, their their fingers always stay kind of within that pattern of of uh, painted nails. But yeah, just generally a bit more standard. I think um, Galtier hasn't said anything, but has done a very bad job of uh, hiding his expression when he saw True Liza, <laughs> uh, and has finally, as you as we're sort of like walking along and it gets quieter, he has the nerve to just sort of be like, "That happened to you." Uh... Over every night, you uh, uh, change to uh, your, I guess, yourself. Is that your, yes. yourself this morning? I I am myself, and that happens to me every night. Some nights I wake up and I am, um, I am four hundred pound man. Uh, sometimes I wake up, I am <laughs> child. Um, well, that but, must make a liaison in particular rather awkward. I know for me, that would not uh, suit my lifestyle very well. Oh, honey, uh, coming is coming. It doesn't matter the, uh, oh, the, now, the equipment Oh, we used. don't have to go. Now, now I well, hate to interrupt, but can you uh, begin to fathom how many half-changelings there would be in this world? Oh, no, uh, uh, changelings are, it's, they're like... Uh, um, they're like mules. <laughs> they're like mules. Yeah. <laughs> Tells Stub- me everything I need to know. Stubborn, yeah. sh- stubborn as shit. Cloven hooved cre- creatures. You guys were laughing because you didn't know what that meant. And I was laughing because I did know what that meant. And then it just, I don't know if I'm like funny. If Am I weird for knowing that mules can't have babies? I, I feel like, I feel like Liger, you, not, Liger would have been a more a more relevant. I knew Absolutely that you meant not. that they're. I knew you meant what? they're sterile. They I reproduce. Just love the Ligers, Ligers the are sterile. Like oh, they're ungulates. Like I don't. I mean, it's mostly like they are. Um, I guess mules are not able to breed in any sense. Uh, changelings are able to breed with other changelings. That is the uh, that is oh, the understanding that I have yeah. as a player character. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, continuing the conversation with Gaultier, it's just like, honey, I, I the the concepts that that I grew up amongst, I, I didn't have the pleasure of of knowing who I am as a changeling. I only knew myself as a different person amongst humans, dwarves, elves. I I have only my disposition. I am I am Lysa. I am not I, I know of myself as changeling. I, I know of myself as as Lysa, but I do not know what it is to be all men all lady i am everything in between i am nothing in between and it is a 
it is liberating, but it is also uh, occasionally confusing because when people walk up and they're like, hello, sir, and I'm like, ah, I'm not a sir, but do I have to go into the whole backstory of like why I'm not? And then it's just a whole bag of shit uh, that honestly, I don't put in the effort to make other people comfortable. I'm just me and it's all, you know, it's all whatever. I'm just going to be me and I'm going to bang whoever I want and uh, have a wonderful time doing it. I think as you started that explanation, Galtier was in that sort of like twinkle in his eye, mouth already half open, like quip loaded, ready to go. And as you started to talk about the like your experience as a living being and it's a little less or it's a little more than the surface level of like, check out my bedroom jokes. Um, Gaultier sort of softens and kind of starts nodding along and then um, he kind of looks down and looks up and says, well, I can't pretend to understand all of what you've said, but of course I do understand not wanting to live your life to please others. And he sort of like tugs a little bit at the armor. And uh, well, that's something uh, we might have more in common than you think. Now, don't let this get it twisted. I please others. I just don't make well, them now, comfortable. Okay. <laughs> You're taking it back to a place that... All right. <laughs> so, you guys press on through the day. It is a normal, warm, late spring day as Thank you guys God. make your way down the road towards Crescia. Now... Again, still... Crescia can be seen as you guys are approaching it from a fair distance away. It rests in this low valley on the banks of, um, you guys know, the Two Stone River. Crescia has these really tall towers, even taller than the towers that are in Madrigal. And in the late evening, as you guys are nearing Crescia, they're silhouetted in this late afternoon sun. Crescia is a lot more of a modern city than Madrigal is. Even from a distance off and approaching the city, you see steel structures that are many stories tall that line these streets. It's a dingy city, though very large. Once upon a time, maybe Crescia was beautiful, but now the structures are showing sign of long-term deterioration, rust and grime. Tons of the windows have long since been covered with boards, dirty blankets, and are broken or cracked or breaking out. And more than once, you pass under lines holding dirty laundry that are strung across these streets. So, you guys find yourselves in the late evening on the main road headed through Crescia. There are a number of street lights that line the roads, these magically infused lights that are fading and flickering as you're walking down the road. There's piles of trash and trash bags to the left and right leading down the alleys that are, have not been cleaned up for who knows how long. Trash cans that are overflowed. This place looks like a dump. Let's check it out next week on Knuckle Bones. Let's get a knuckle bone.
Well, that's what Matt normally does, nuts, and then I always do bugs. Yeah, nuts is good. And we're all doing bugs. Precious is a city state of madrigal. Nux, nux, nux! There's something that I've been wanting to incorporate into our game basically since the beginning, and I couldn't figure out a good way to do it. And I came up with a way that I really like that we are going to start. This is something that you're going to want to put on your inventory sheet or character sheet. We're going to start tracking experience points. Um, and what I am going to do, this is how I've decided to use experience points. Experience points are fundamental to role playing games, right? Not having them and using milestone level ups like strong. It feels it. It feels you have to have experience points that every role-playing game has them it's fundamental to the genre uh it's detrimental to not have them in my opinion so here's what i've done now now before now before you before you say that you strongly disagree just hear what i have hear what i'm figuring here because i think it's i think it's a good compromise and just to be clear i don't disagree with you adding this at all i love this it sounds like it's gonna be very fun uh, but I will, I will die on the no one needs experience points hill from a structure standpoint of how game design works. I mean, fair, <laughs> but again, like it's a staple of the genre, and it feels wrong to not have them. So here's here's what I'm gonna do. I I really like the idea of have the, having them, and I also really like the idea of rewarding good play, right? So what I'm gonna do is instead of dealing inspiration points here roll with advantage what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna grant you guys inspiration points or experience points and the way it's gonna work is once you accumulate a thousand experience points you can trade those in for an inspiration pretty simple so i i bring that up because we did some like really good character diving right like some interactions that i thought were that felt meaningful that I feel like I should reward us for having good, meaningful conversation. That's also going to be, if you do something very risky, maybe it doesn't or does pay off, I would award experience points. This could be for essentially anything. Instead of just giving you inspiration for one super badass thing, this makes it so I could give you 50 experience points for something that was like, that was all right, but it's not inspiration really. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm going to start us off fairly simple with this uh, dive into experience points. Um, Babitha and Blep are going to be joined together in this, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, so between healing Ducky and landing the killing blow on the insectoid creature, I want you to take 500 experience points. That was a, awesome. Both of those were rather significant events. Um, Liza, you helped heal him a little bit with your Song of Rest, and you had a great interaction with Galtier, especially there at the end. Um, I'm going to also grant you 500 experience points. Mm. And then for mm. for Galtier, I felt like your your time with Thecla in particularly in particular, like I really felt good about that. Like I think that. That was some great role play and some great character. They added some depth. I, uh, I'm going to give you 700 experience points for that. All, all that, all that role play was very good. 
I'd like to take a sip of Liza's experience points and gain 200 of hers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but she's going to lose 400, though. <laughs> I deserve that. I deserve that. <laughs> no, actually, I will say, Max, I was giving you a hard time about that, but I think that was such a funny choice. That's why I wanted to engage with it, is when you were like, I just take a little swig. I was like, oh, fuck it. It's so good. Yeah. I, I, I love mean, the, the nonchalance of like, oh, shot for me, shot for you. <laughs> one for the cook, one for the... Like, yeah. I mean, I just thought that was a funny, like, uh, it was so good. It just felt, it just felt like something that Liza would do. Just like, quick for yeah. me. thank you. If you're enjoying Knucklebones, be sure to subscribe and share the show. If you'd like to help support us and get access to bonus episodes, merch, and more, become a member of our Patreon, or you can leave us a one-time tip at Ko-Fi. Learn more at knucklebonespod.com. And we're hot, baby. It's good to have you back. I've missed you all so, that, so much, my sweet, sweet listeners. Is that sweet, what we're doing tonight? Are you gonna, are you gonna talk like that the whole, the whole time? Um, oh, I'll talk about a whole. Welcome to our show. Apparently, this is a thing we're doing. I don't. Yeah, think... lean in. I'm just. Close. I think I'm just whispering. Get a little bit. You gotta. After Oh. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Like, what is... Just, oh, wow. Just, wow.